0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I am here today with somebody very special who we have ventured through so much of life together and are going to be venturing through so much more of life together. I want to introduce to the show Jazz, the bipolar badass, as she goes. Um, She was a one-on-one client of mine turned friend and about to become a part of the masterminds. And she is I mean, as her title says, she is a badass. She is such a powerful example of what leadership looks like and, um, just just wait until we uncover her story. She shares a little bit more about her, but I'm really excited to bring her on the podcast today to talk about all things mental health and um, how to navigate that, not let it hold you back, but actually act as a catalyst or um, an activator for your own leadership. So Jazz, hi. I'm so excited you're here. What's going on? Hello. I
1: am so excited to be here, Sam. I am just... Um enjoying uh your presence I know that your energy just pulls me in and makes my energy uh tenfold so I'm so excited to be here with you today um I can't wait to start like just diving in but just a little short backstory on me I am a speaker and an engineer so I have a podcast I am trying to really dive into that role of actually being a speaker over the next year to two years Um, and definitely still diving into the role of being an amazing engineer, which I do as a day job, if you will. Um, So uh, kind of, that's me um, just trying to do both. And I also have bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder, probably. Um, And they both really affect my life. But I'm not going to let them define my life. And that Mm -hmm. is a big part of my story now um, because I had let them define my life a lot in the past.
0: Mm, Yeah, that I mean, you're such a badass, first of all, like you really are. And um, I think this piece that you've been really harping on and like mentioning lately has been like the victim story or the victim identity to the diagnosis or to life or to whatever, and just being like, fuck this. I am not being held back or defined, or this is not going to stop me. Yes. I need to give myself much more love and compassion and grace, um, and learn how my brain works, learn how my emotions work, learn all of these things. Um, but it's not going to stop me from doing what is on my heart to do it's not going to stop the fire it's not going to put out the fire within me it's in fact that's exactly the fucking reason why i have to do the thing because so many other women with that are dealing with any sort of mental mental health mental illness whatever it's like you get to be a voice and an advocate for them so i love your mission so much and obviously as someone with adhd like i just I'm like, yo, mad respect. We need to talk more about this. We need to break any stigma if there still is one, because I'm sure there is. Um, And yeah, I would love to hear how, you know, you shared the fact that like this diagnosis doesn't hold you back anymore. But I would love to to hear more of your story and share that with the listeners of like, what has it been like for you receiving your diagnosis and, and now being in an empowered state? Like, take us through that journey.
1: So I actually spent a long time undiagnosed and that was my worst time because I mm-hmm. knew there was something wrong with me. I knew wrong with me. I knew there was something going on. Mm-hmm. I knew there was something I needed to learn about to better support myself, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to dive into what it was. I was like, I yeah. think it's bipolar disorder and that sounds really scary. Yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time not going to the doctor, not getting treatment. Um, getting scared because of how much it was going to cost. Mm. And then I finally, uh, two, three years into my career, was so depressed that I could barely get myself out of bed to go to work. And that is not me. I love my job. Mm. Um, I had some other factors that were stressing me out, some some toxic people in my work environment. Um, but I also had this heavy heart that I couldn't get rid of. Mm. so I I knew it was time and I talked to my doctor I said I'm having these feelings I'm having these um thoughts that I can't get out of my head and I am going to need a diagnosis of some sort I don't think it's depression I think it's bipolar disorder and I said those words and she was like I think we need to get you somewhere that diagnoses that Mm. And it was like this weight lifted off my shoulders, like somebody else thinks this is true too. Yeah. somebody else. And I, I just, part of my story is telling people to do that sooner Mm -hmm. because God, it's a weight lifted off your shoulders. Like, yes, you have bipolar disorder, but you had it one way or the other. Now you just have the support system to carry you along the way.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, my whole body is like in goosebumps. because I remember the feeling when I got my ADHD diagnosis and just being like, oh my God. <laughs> like I always knew there was something off or something that just, I was like, what is happening? You know?
1: Something worked different in your brain and your body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like when, when you don't know what it is, It just feels like there is something wrong with you because you're like, why can't I do X or think like, why can't I operate like blah, 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 blah. Right. And comparison, I know for me has been a huge, huge theme that I've like, you know, moved through so much because for so long without a diagnosis, I was doing so much comparison to people without ADHD wondering why can't I just get myself to do things like that? But it didn't work that way. Right. And I know you can relate. I remember in our one-on-one coaching, as you were launching your podcast, it was the same thing. It was like, we have to like find the ways that the brain will actually do the thing. Like we have to find the dopamine rewards and like, we have to make it fun and we have to make it really fucking easy. And we can't put pressure on ourselves and we can't be perfectionists or else nothing will ever get done.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, it's figuring all of those little things out and figuring out how to implement them and not being so hard on yourself when it takes a second yeah because it might take a second it's still I'm still learning I'm still very much like I'm a badass but I am a badass learning her way especially with speaking and podcasting yeah um but it I guess you just have to like learn how to learn yourself Mm -hmm. because things change over time even with these different even just if you don't have anything going on with your brain chemicals. For um, sure. But when you have stuff going on with your brain chemicals and your hormones and things not uh, quite doing what you want them to do, you also have to be compassionate about yourself, about passionate with yourself about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I can remember, I remember us on a one on one call where you were you were sharing, we were talking about like building some sort of habit. Um, I think it was around like better sleep hygiene and just like basic self-care. Like it's like getting you to feel better in your body generally so that you can go create and record the podcast and do your job and like live your best life. Right. And I remember a specific example of you being like, or us talking about like reconnecting to your inner child, like the little jazz who just needed to be told like, yo, it's okay. Like you got this, you know, like showering that little version of you with so much love and compassion, because I think like, you're also a very high achiever. I mean, everyone that I work with is high achievers. It's like, we can think that if we beat ourselves up or should ourselves or blank, blank, blank ourselves, that's going to move us along. You know, there's this like high achiever, like delusion where we're like, we just have to work harder. (laughs) And it's like, once we find self-love and once we find and reconnect to our inner child and literally tell her like yo you're doing the best that you can it's all good we're just gonna get back up like you're doing the damn thing and that is in itself like that's a million dollar business strategy (laughs) because so many so many women high achieving women whether they have bipolar or adhd or anything else anything else going on hormonal imbalances whatever it is it's like you're back in your power cuz you're not shitting on yourself you know like self love is the best business life relationship strategy
1: yes exactly and it's it's learning how to do that it is so hard sometimes to figure out where you're even like talking to yourself poorly it's like oh totally. that that sounded really shitty now that i say it out loud to myself or yeah now that i play it back in my head a million times you know what mm-hmm. I
0: mean? For sure. For sure. Um and I think we've talked about this. I mean, all the listeners know how obsessed I am with dancing and I remember you being like, "You know what? I need to start breaking it down. Like I need to start dancing more. I need to start living my best life. Like I need to start moving more." And I remember you doing it really consistently and, you know, you shared with me. I remember you messaged me and you're like, "Oh my god, I feel so much better." even after three, three minutes of dancing. And I would love to hear, you know, for anyone listening with, with anything in the realm of mental health, like what are some of the tools that you have found really work for you to either change your state or get out of a spiral or regulate your emotions? Like what has been some, like some tools that you can share with everyone listening?
1: Um, I would say one of the major ones is journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, I know you're like a huge proponent of the brain dump and that is like the bomb.com for getting what's in your head out of your head for a second. So if if I'm having like a really severe anxiety attack, it can be extremely helpful. And I'm not saying I always do this. It's a very much a learning uh, moment uh, for me, but mm-hmm. it's very helpful for me to go and grab a journal and just journal out my thoughts. And then that is also a tool for me to go to my therapist with and say, Mm -hmm. this is how I was feeling in this moment. What is a way I can deal with this? What is a way I can help myself not feel this way again? And she can help me kind of reverse engineer things and figure out how to help myself in the future. Mm -hmm. So I would say that journaling proponent, having somebody you can bounce that off of, it doesn't have to be a therapist. I'm a huge proponent for it being a therapist. But um, having somebody to bounce that off of is a huge deal for me. Um, And then also just mood journaling, habit tracking, things like that, that gets me out of a spiral in a second because I'm like, oh, this isn't all my fault, but I could be doing some things to help it.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think part of um, the journey of really like coming into like coming home to yourself and Living as a empowered woman is being able to one, know yourself, right? We kind of talked about this a little bit, self-mastery, having awareness, knowing your triggers, knowing your patterns, knowing the stories you tell yourself around certain things, right? And then like you shared with the emotions, right? For most people, and I'll just say for all people, it's not so much the emotion that's the thing, right? It's actually the story that we're creating, right? So when, for example, our partner doesn't listen to what we have to say, we feel sad because we feel like we were rejected or we're not lovable or whatever. We make up a story in our mind about what that situation means when in actuality, maybe your partner had to poop and literally just needed to leave, right? Like sometimes those things happen. And I think part of this journey of mental health and emotional regulation working with your nervous system is starting to uncover and learn what are the stories you're telling yourself around your life what are the stories you're telling yourself around mental illness around your relationships around how you show up in the world and just starting to ask yourself are these making me feel better or worse and if they're making you feel worse Start to go there, you know, journal it out, write it out like you shared. And I know I remember for us, we even talked about using um, voice memos as a way to process because, um, you know, if you don't have a therapist or if you don't want one, um, you know, I know I'm a very like I, I process audit like with my mouth, with my voice way easier than with pen to paper. And so it's often easy for easier for me to just voice memo myself, dump it all out. It could be a 20-minute voice memo, but at least that's not in my head anymore, you know? Um, exactly. I would love to hear more about your mood tracker and journaling because I know this is something that you're really looking to um, start using with clients, with your community as you're starting to build your business.
1: Yeah. So I am working to build like a little mood tracking community Because anytime I've done something, like I struggle to moot track regularly and know how powerful it is, know how much it helps me, but I feel like I have to get into those spirals to remind myself, oh yeah, this is what helps me when I could just be doing it the whole time. So I kind of wanted to build in that accountability with, with friendship, with other people who have to, who do this too, um, who have the experience where this helps them. Um, and um, so I starting a little community, um, and I'm going to be launching a tracker that is fully customizable. So it's kind of goofy, but like I'm building it Archer right now. Um, Archer themed. So, I love it. <laughs> uh, just like it's different moods and you can put a picture to your mood. Um, and you can, uh, kind of track what you're feeling to emotions and then it'll have a habit side. And then I'm going to build it so it also makes all of these into little graphs, so you can say, "Oh, I want to see what it looks like with this habit and this mood. How do they intercross?"
0: Mm. Wow!
1: Because it's so powerful to look back on those types of things and yeah. and notice um, if if you're starting to see a pattern, you can you can prove that pattern and go. Um, I, I personally have a care team, so I go to my doctors, my therapist, my psychiatrist and say, this is how, this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, and even with medication, if you are having to be on medication, which I have to be on medication, it sucks. I hate it, but, um, I do so much better when I'm on it. So I have to be on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you can track what your um, different symptoms or not symptoms, uh,
0: like emotions,
1: like, uh, what your darn it, what you're, uh, getting from the, 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 like counteracting from the pills, like not the good effects side effects. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Side effects. We I have ADHD too.
0: (laughs) You're like brain compute.
1: compute. (laughs) Do something. Um, but yeah, the the whole uh side effects, you can track those side effects too. So you can put them under a habit or an emotion, or I might even decide to put a side effect side in there because it is so powerful to really know. Oh, this comes from this medication. Um, because you, then you have the power to change how, how you're feeling. You can take it at a different time, things like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, really getting all of those things built into this system. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, it's going to be really beautiful. It's going to take about another month to build, I think, because I like, I get really excited about things and then like go really gung ho for about a week. And then I have to kind of, kind of slow myself down and actually sleep a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so
0: yes. Setting the pace. I love this so much. I am the biggest advocate for group setting, community setting, accountability. Um, I mean, you know, you're in conscious creators right now and like having a place where you can drop in and check in and share, Like there's nothing, like it feels so good to your nervous system to know, like you have people like you who are doing similar things or are on a growth path and you can talk about all this shit, you know? Um, I think part of the, I, I would say that part of my journey way back when, before my diagnosis and even back in, you know, high school, college, there was a time in my life where I didn't have those people. You know, I didn't have the people around me that I actually felt like I could be myself with. I could, I felt safe to be vulnerable, to ask questions, whatever. Um, And that ends up creating a lot of shame, you know, because you're like, am I the only one going through this right now? Am I the only one that's experiencing this? Like, am I the only one? And when we like slay shame and like when we slay shame, It is so fucking empowering. You can actually move forward. You can turn your shame into your story, into your power. And I'm really excited for your vision. Like we're going to bring this shit to life and I can already see it like being really colorful and being really fun for people and a safe space for people, which is what we all want right now. You know, it's like, it's not that we need that much more information. We just need community and accountability and that support and safety and oh. I am so excited to help bring this to life with you, but I'm just so proud and honored that you're even here.
1: (laughs) Well, it's definitely um, without having you as a mentor for my last year and a half, um, Mm -hmm. I would probably have not learned this lesson as fast. Uh, The lesson that you, you, you can have these illnesses and they can affect you but they don't have to define you.
0: Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be the quote that we use for this episode. <laughs> that is so fucking good. And I think like, I've been having this conversation so much in the mastermind recently about letting go of the victim identity, like letting go of the addiction to struggle, the addiction to, oh, but I have this thing or I do this thing. So I can't fill in the fucking blank you know and it's like guess what everyone has stuff whether it's family stuff mental health stuff food stuff body stuff financial stuff they're like someone has ever like we all have something and guess what that can't hold us back like that like going full circle back to the beginning like that's exactly why you need to do the thing like that's not the reason why you can't that's the reason why you you have to Exactly. <gasps> oh my God, I just want to jump through the screen and hug you. I'm literally so excited for you, for us, for everyone listening who is moving through or learning how to manage ADHD, bipolar, I mean, anything, anything at all. Um, for the woman who has been recently diagnosed, I know there's a lot of women in our community that have just been diagnosed with ADHD or are like on the edge of getting their diagnosis what would you say? um, What what advice would you give them?
1: Take it as an opportunity to learn a lot about how your brain works. Mm. Because that's what's going to help you the most. Um, It's going to give you this sense of like actually knowing yourself. And then you you can share that and like, build community with it if you don't already have some. And I know Instagram as terrible as it could be sometimes is has a great ADHD and bipolar community um and it's just uh, a great place to start building those friendships with people who kind of work the same way you do and can understand when you say oh my goodness my brain is just doing something silly today
0: mhm oh yes it's such a permission slip you know i think that when we just normalize like hey guess what I don't have the consistent energy every single day hey guess what there's some days where I am I I do 25 hours of work in four hours and then there's some days where I do absolutely fucking nothing and that's okay like let's normalize that let's like let it be okay um and just trust that like our energy our patterns like there's nothing wrong with them there's nothing to be fixed or change, changed it's just about knowing them accepting them and working with them not making them wrong or bad but like truly finding other women like us who have different brain chemistry great cool welcome to the club we're we're fucking geniuses in my opinion like <laughs> we are the tits. And I'm like, I'm yeah. glad I'm here. You know, it's like, as soon as you have that empowered mindset around your diagnosis and just learning how your brain works and just being like, oh, I can do things this way. Holy fucking shit. I exactly. feel 10 pounds lighter. Cause I'm not trying to do things the way that other people are doing them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or like you said, like realizing the power that you have sometimes, like, I think bipolar has this like secret power of like emotional, um, relatability. Like you can mm. really relate to other people's emotions so well. Yeah. And if you can use that to your power and not take on other people's emotions at the same time, you have such a powerful tool to build community.
0: Totally. Yeah. Empathy. I mean, that's 100% a superpower for Anyone with like ADHD, bipolar, yeah, like exactly. Our, our levels of empathy are through the fucking roof, and you can just put yourself in somebody else's shoes so easily and feel for them. And, like you said, set the boundaries, set the energetic boundaries, don't take emotional responsibility, but you can still hold them in compassion and know, like, well, they're going through some shit, or well, I get it, or damn, that must be really challenging. And X, Y, and Z, right? Like, so Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Um, okay. So you have your podcast. It's also called the bipolar badass, right? Yes. And what do you talk about on there?
1: Um, I talk about just going after big shit when you have bipolar disorder mm-hmm. or have mental illness in general. Um, so my, my experience is very bipolar borderline specific uh, mm-hmm. So I share a lot of things relating to that. I get really deep um, some of the really happier symptoms of those disorders and yeah. how I am navigating them in real time and figuring out how, how to not ruin my relationship with borderline personality disorder. It is hard sometimes Yeah. how to not blow up as often with both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, yeah, that's what I talk about. I won't keep spinning.
0: Well, for those of you who are listening, who really uh, resonate and relate to Jazz's story, definitely go check out her podcast. She is great. Obviously, as you can hear, she's a great speaker and that is your new identity that you're stepping into is speaker. You already are a podcaster, but speaker, um, community builder, like movement maker. And um, I'm really excited for you to bring so much empowerment to this space that is full of a lot of, of women, men too. But I know that you're specifically, you you know, you're mostly talking to women um, that maybe feel victim. And you're like, no, you're, you're not like, here's the tools. Like, let's get you to an empowered place because we just need more empowered people on the planet.
1: Exactly. You're so powerful.
0: Mm. I love you jazz I'm so happy that we were able to do this and um, I'm really excited for everyone listening um so we've got your podcast where can they find you on instagram
1: I am at the underscore bipolar underscore
0: badass perfect love that consistency across all of the channels <laughs> oh gosh um, you guys definitely go check out jazz she is an incredible force to be reckoned with and as she said she's here to help women do big shit. And I know that you're listening because you're here to do big shit. We're all here to do big shit, right? The vibe is big. (laughs) Let's do as big as possible. So I love that for you, for me, for us. And if you loved this episode, please share it with a friend who maybe is going through or learning how to navigate mental health. Um, Please tag both of us on Instagram, screenshot it, share it to your stories and let us know what you love the most. I'm really excited to hear your biggest takeaways and what you walk away from today's episode with, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you again, Jazz, for being here and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.